I take that serious because I just know how detrimental it is when anybody says something negative. So I wanna make sure that we put enough positive in them. So when those negative situations happen, somebody says, does something that has harmed them, they can remember the positive words. Hello everyone, we are Greg and Jackie Francis and welcome to High Performance Parenting where our passionate goal is to encourage you to raise champion children in a crazy world. Every week we will bring you multiple episodes from our extensive experience of raising our six, yeah, six, happy, healthy, successful, godly kids who are competently equipped to win big in life. We deeply believe that any parent who is provided with the right knowledge and continual support can raise amazing kids. And when they do, all of our futures get better. If raising up future generations of absolute champions matters to you as much as it does to us, here's how you can contribute. Like and share this podcast with everyone you know. And together, let's embrace this journey of raising champion kids in a crazy world. Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome back to episode six. Yeah, we're going to continue this conversation about love languages. Last time we spoke about one of the main five, which is physical touch. We were telling some stories about Jerusalem, and about uh, Chrissy and about Abby. And, you know, I just want to make the point that there's, you know, just to kind of drill this home, we gave a bunch of examples as to how we strategically fill their love tank. It's really just mostly being super aware and having a strong um, decision between both you and I that, you know, our goal is to keep their kid, the kids' love tanks full so they can operate in confidence, right? So between you and I, we're monitoring, are we as a team, doesn't have to be one or the other, it has to be, you know, doesn't have to be both of us all the time, but one or the other is keeping their love tank full. And one, the of, the things, one the of the things I want to just mention real quick is you'll be able to tell if a, if someone's love tank is getting low, like in, in particular, like the the physical touch one, I mean, what, how does Drew start acting sometimes when his love tank is low? Yeah, no, he he definitely just starts acting out, kind of being a little, you know, ornery, and at times then makes his sisters, you know, have to start, you know, filling them for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wrestling with him more, going to play sports with him more, you know, go do things that make him feel like he's getting that physical touch that he needs and he doesn't feel understood and until he gets it. He does and he starts getting kind of ornery about it, yeah. you know, because they they are not really like, it's not their job and necessarily to fill it and they're yeah. not equipped and so he just kind of starts pushing harder and next thing you know, he's almost trying to get attention by almost, you know, well, being misbehaving. A, he misbehaves yeah, and like, doesn't live up to our standards yeah. and therefore then it causes him to get into trouble when he really doesn't behave that way. Yeah, and sometimes like if I'm out of town, it seems like, you know, he's just pushing more with everything. And we, we realize that it's not just that he's trying to challenge mom more than dad necessarily. It's more, you know, I give him a lot of physical touch all day, mostly because of the boy thing, right? Yeah. He's the only boy in the house. So we're wrestling all the time. You know, we, we are, even if it's just little, like every time we walk past each other, you know, we're punching each other in the arm. I'm putting him in a headlock. I'm, I'm sticking his face in my armpit and telling him how much he likes it and <laughs> just do stuff jackie just shakes your head and goes fine. i'm like it's boy stuff you know and, yeah and no. we're, we're always doing this stuff so when i'm gone you know it's not that he's really starting to become more rebellious just because i'm gone it's just that his love tank naturally depletes quicker because there's such a norm of me filling it with just doing those kind of things all the time so it's just something that we became aware of right well and we realized quickly doing those things sticking a child's nose in your armpit you wrestling with them <laughs> is really reserved only for drews because the other girls don't feel loved when you do that yeah it doesn't work the same uh, yeah, girls for some fact, reason, they, but... they really don't enjoy it and that's not their love language so we found out quickly that's a boy thing is what yeah. we did 
But uh, the next one we wanted to hit on, because uh, the next one's just as important too, is words of affirmation. Yeah. And I really like this one because um, it is so important. We all know this, how important it is to watch our words. You know, words are so important. We want to speak truth, not anything but truth. Um, you know, we can't just uh, forget how important it is, even from the word of God, that um, our words are powerful mm-hmm. and they matter. Right. And um, what we say, not only to our children, but in our household, matters. And so words of affirmation, I feel like, are one of those things that you don't want to just kind of blow it off and say, oh, I told you you did great today. Um, You know, words of affirmation are taking the time to really think of words that really would impact the person that has that as their love language. Um, And we have two children, actually, that have uh, words of affirmation. It's their second one, but it means a lot to them. Um, and so some of the things about words of affirmation I think that are so important is that uh, anytime you can affirm a child, it will breed confidence. It will bring them feeling like they can handle m- almost anybody else's uh, comments to them if they feel like we've put enough of the good words in them right at home. Yeah. Um, and I know it's you know hard because we send our kids out in this world and other kids can be mean. You know, it's not an easy time to be raising our children and um, children come home and they are hurt. You know, I've had many children come home and say, so-and-so said this to me, you know, so, so so-and-so excluded me and told me this is why I'm excluded. Mm -hmm. So-and-so looked at me and said these words to me. And, um, you know, I need to look at them and be like, but what does God say about you? What do we say about you? What do you say about you? Because um, it's going to happen all the way up until adulthood. People say things to me, and and it does hurt. I'm not going to pretend like it's not, but you got to come home, and you got to get back into whose you really are, and who's you really, who you really are going to listen to. Yeah. And so when we don't speak good words over our children, they naturally start questioning themselves. Yeah, it's like it's like the the love tank in this one for words of affirmation, the positive, proactive words that we put into our kids that build them up, fill this love tank. And it can be simple little things, but still you're affirming them and they're waiting to be noticed. They're waiting to hear, you know, they want it. I mean, it's more than even just giving them a thumbs up or just saying, you know, or just like waving at them. Uh, They need to hear specifically, like, why do you think they were awesome? But on the other end, if they, like Jackie was just referencing, if they get the negative affirmation, they get people tearing them down, it literally is like a drain on their tank, right? It actually lowers them and they get empty way quicker because of that. That's why there needs to be so much of the right voices in your kids. We'll get in this another episode about how to protect these kind of things and from all the atmospheres that are around our children today, because a lot of them are negative, you know, whether it's media, whether it's, uh, you know, school systems, whether it's just the playground, you know, whatever it may be, but it's really important. But, you know, as a parent, I think it's so vital that if you know one of your kids' words, love languages, affirmations, you have to like intentionally plan to make sure that every time you notice them doing things well, that you actually say something about it. You don't just feel it. You don't just grin. You don't just have a warm fuzzy inside of you. You don't just, you know, proud of you. You don't just wink at them. You have to actually say something to them, right? Well, and I think, you know, specifically what I do for our kids is I'll go up to them and I'll tell them, Bella, you know what I love about you? Mm-hmm. And she'll sit there with these big eyes even at 14 and be like. Yeah. She'll pause. Like she freezes in a good way and is like, I am. Can't wait to hear this. I'm going to hear what my head. And mm-hmm. I'll say, I love the way you always take time to help your siblings with everything they ask you to help mm-hmm. them with. You yeah. always slow down. You're so peaceful. And you do it with such grace. And I just so appreciate about that, yeah. about you. 
And she will look at me because these aren't just words that I say to every other kid all the time. They're specific words about something I saw her do that I want to give her um, credit for and show love to her in a way that she so enjoys hearing. And the more I do it, the more they like peacefully know to slow down and listen for it. I mean, sometimes um, maybe it is even just calling them. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. I'm traveling at the time and I'll call them. And I, I know from, you know, whoever's watching them or whatever's going on that they're really helping out. Yeah. Are they really going above and beyond? Yeah. Are they really, you know, demonstrating a level that's superior? Yeah. And I want them to know I see everything that you're doing. But what we don't do with words of affirmation is we don't just make stuff up. Right. No, we don't we don't affirm something that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you did a you did a really horrible job on something, but hey, good job, honey. We don't we don't make that kind of stuff up. It's gotta be legit because we we want to affirm things that actually are affirmable, right? Mm-hmm. So And so I think with this one specifically, it's one of those ones that you have to slow down for, like you said. Mostly because we're all running 100 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. And if you're a person that is desperately waiting for somebody to speak your love language, which is words of affirmation, and they don't do it for so long because they're so busy, it can feel like you're not seen yeah. or that you're not loved. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the it's the kid who's doing something, you know, mm-hmm. saying, did you notice? And But they... They don't want to hear just, of course, you know, you're always good at something like that. Of course, you're always great at that. It's like, no, no, no. Like, they're like, can you tell me why? Can you remind me? I know you've told me before, but can you tell me again? I literally will watch Bella. It's sec- it's Bella's secondary uh, love language, but it's strong for her. Mm-hmm, and I will literally watch her when you or I give her any kind of positive words, and it's very intentional and it's very specific. I watch her. She, like, literally looks like a different person afterwards. Like, she, she carries herself different. She walks away with little, you know, pep in her step. And, you know, you can just see this like feeling of fullness in her. It's it's really interesting. Well, and because we are their primary person who speaks to them every single day, we're their biggest voice in their life, our words carry so much. Yeah. And we want to keep it that way because we want to make sure they understand, again, who they are. Yeah. Um, the outside world will quickly come in and steal that from you. Yeah. If you don't. And, and that goes for everything. Social media, you know, kids today are on social media way too much. They are hearing, learning, and unfortunately absorbing too much from people that do not have their best interest mm-hmm. and do not want them to thrive and actually want to knock them down. And so we have to be able to encourage them at a level that allows them to play at a higher place. Yeah. And um, I take that serious because I just know how detrimental it is when anybody says something negative that that stays with you even longer. Mm-hmm than if somebody said something positive. So I want to make sure that we put enough positive in them so when those negative situations happen, somebody says, does something that has harmed them, yeah. they can remember yeah. the positive words. And we have a couple of specific strategies even in our family that really help with this category, I think. And one of them, we'll talk about team meetings that we do weekly at some point because it's been a, a real important part of what keeps our family um, in tune with our values and our principles and reinforces them. But... Typically at every team meeting, um, we always have people have an opportunity to try to edify uh, mm-hmm. others, you know, each other. And so by doing this, it's 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 great because the kids are like, hey, I want to, Drews will say, I want to edify Chrissy for X, Y, Z. 
She did amazing at this. I watched her do this. Hey, I want to edify Ellie because she's been so proactive and helping with laundry and everything else this week. And it was awesome. Nobody even had to ask her. And you watch everybody just get kind of filled up. And But but it's great because now it's not just you and I mm-hmm. filling their right. love tanks. We're, we've taught the kids how to help fill each other's love tanks also. We even do it during prayer time now where we have a I thing we do. I was literally going to give the example. Oh, yeah. Go okay. Now I was just going to say, you know, we all get in a circle at the end of the night and uh, we all hold hands because remember we're, we're eight of us plus, you know, our dog Molly's always jumping up like she's a person too. It's so funny. She's she physical touch. She she's lit- physical touch. Oh, for touch. sure. Yeah. She literally jumps up and like puts her hands with our hands like she... <laughs> She's so, praying with us. Huh? Yeah. And, but we have whoever's turn it is to pray that night, stand in the middle of our circle and they give a bold, powerful prayer. And then at the end of it, we uh, each of us individually, one at a time, puts our hand on the person and says something that we just love about them or we appreciate about them or respect about them. And every night they all do it, even Hunter. Yeah, I mean, we Hunter's teach our kids four, young right? um, how important it is to uh, speak good words over each other. And of course, after we do that, it, it rolls into physical touch because we all do this big group hug with like a washing machine type thing where we're kind of all... <laughs> Call it a know, car wash. A car and we wash. all just like still are holding hands and we just kind of like sway back and forth really quickly and the person in the middle just gets bounced around the circle really aggressively yes <laughs> and you fun. know we, make we'll, we will get into it again in the future but one of the things i started when the kids were just babies and i brought them home is speaking words over them yeah and today all because the kids can repeat the words that i speak over them every single night yeah i'd be rocking them and nursing them and changing them and i'd say these words to them in fact some of them have them now imprinted on um, blankets and stuff like that. And they speak words with me because they know the power of the word. How yeah. important it is to affirm goodness in your life? Yeah, for sure. It's Do you so want to share what the words are? Actually, I'm going to let the kids come on one time. Oh, okay. And I'll let Hunter... Um, so we'll do that down and, the road. Yeah, we'll do that strategy. down the road. But one of the times mm-hmm. when we interview the kids, they yeah. want to chat about some of the things that help them feel confident and secure in our own family. Yeah. And one of them are the words that have been spoken over them for, for some of them now 14 years. Yeah. And so, we'll you know, so, that. so just kind of wrapping up this words of affirmation one, you know, just we're going to we're going to show you guys. First of all, we really um, recommend you guys get this book for yourself and you study it in context with a couple of things. One, using the tools in there to understand what love tank love languages are seeing all the examples they give about each one specifically. There's a great like assessment area. That helps you evaluate what your kids' love languages are. And, and one of my favorite parts of the book is if, you know, like there's two that seems like a kid has both of them, it gives you questions to ask them that can determine which one is the primary one. You know, it's almost like, would you, would you rather go on a walk and have your hand held or would you rather sit and, and have mom tell you all the things you did right over dinner? Mm-hmm. Right. And and if they and they choose one or the other and it kind of tells which mm-hmm. one's stronger. But that one was really helpful to me because there was a couple the kids seemed like they had kind of almost like even, but it wasn't even. And it, and it does mm-hmm. help. But the other thing about the book, too, just so you guys know, whenever we recommend a book, it doesn't necessarily mean we agree with everything in the book personally. OK. And so, you know, grocery store approach, you guys take from what you can. There's some things in there about discipline that we wouldn't do because it doesn't line up with, you know, what we've read in the word. And, you know, a few other little things about how. If you're showing affection, your kids, you know, a teenager and 
uh, or your son's a teenager and you give him a hug in public and he's a teenager, you might embarrass him too much or something. It's all, it's all like, okay, but you know, our, our kids, they understand these topics, so they know why we do it. So in our life, that doesn't ever happen. Nobody gets embarrassed in our family because no. it's just who we are. In fact, our family does a lot of things that probably somebody would think would be embarrassing in another family, but that's because they don't have all of these consistent foundational things built in. Our family likes being different. Our family enjoys being hugged in public. They know why we're doing it, right? Well, I can't think of a time that I leave with any kids that all of them want, still don't want to hold my hand every time I'm walking through yeah. a grocery store or I'm out about doing anything or that they don't want to um, come up and discuss things with me or hear my opinion. Like They are very much wanting yeah. to be affectionate in public. Because they understand the world is not where they're trying to fit in all the time. Sure. They're super happy yeah. with the family unit they have. Right. So words of affirmation. It's a good That's one. I like that. All right. See you next time. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. And thanks for your love and support. We hope that today's episode added tremendous value to you and your family. It would mean so much to us if you would partner with us on our mission of helping parents around the globe raise champion children in this crazy world. To do so, simply take a moment to like and share this podcast with everyone in your network. And we have great news. You get more of us. You can expect new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. So be sure to consistently tune in with us and enjoy our show. See you next time.